remember when I was on staff at the church and when you're on the pastoral staff, you tend to have people that will come and ask you for counsel and ask you for input. And I know you guys probably don't believe that someone would do that. Come to me for <laughs> wisdom or advice. <laughs> but, well, we do, Terry. We give them a hard time, but we do. <laughs> but what I found was it was very interesting how um, something that I may have just read about that morning in my devotions was the exact verse that I was able to share with this person that was perfectly applicable to what they were going through. Live your life with purpose, change someone's life for the better, and leave a lasting impact for those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Today, Terry, Dan, and Brian answer the important question, how do you hear God's voice? Here's Terry to start the conversation. Wow, guys, another week. We're already into our second podcast. How's everything been going? Going good. I just love that we can communicate this way because uh, we can go a little more in depth on topics. And mm-hmm. today's topic is a great one, guys. How sure to hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I got to say, I was a little disappointed. I listened back to the first one and uh, I thought these new microphones would make my voice deeper and richer, but it apparently doesn't work that way, huh? Oh, wait, are we going into humor now? Is this? Oh, oh, there's, oh a, yeah. there's, there's a button on the back, Terry. You got to hit the button on the back. <laughs> yeah, it's called the manly man button. That's right. <laughs> apparently, mine doesn't have one. I'll oh, have to take it back. Well, we'll, we'll have get to get you a new one. microphone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan, as you said, today we want to talk about an incredible subject, and it's something that some people, they cannot wrap their heads around the idea that we can communicate with a God that created the entire universe. But I know you guys well enough to know that we can hear from God, can't we? I don't think there's anything more important, more necessary, more rewarding than that. And I know some people have said, do you hear an audible voice? And and we're going to go into all of that. Because uh, I usually don't, but you usually know for sure when God is speaking to you. And Brian, that kind of happened as we formed Fearless Faith for all three of us. That's the truth. You know, and it's not that, you said, it's not a a voice that you actually hear, but it's the nudging. There's a nudging, there's an urge, you know, and you get this push to you that you know you're going in the right direction with it, especially when you commit it to prayer and ask the Lord to guide you and that you you know which way you're going because you are comfortable in that that vein. If if not, there's roadblocks where you it says, don't go there. I mean, it's, it's almost a fear that comes over saying, I'm not doing the right thing. And you know that you're on the right road. And, you know, we talk about not hearing an audible voice, and I always tongue-in-cheek tell people that, hey, I can hear God's audible voice, but if you want to hear it, you've got to take the Bible and read it out loud. That's right. Because the Bible is God's Word. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's one of the ways we hear God's voice. What are some of the others that you guys can think of? Well, well, a lot of it is through circumstances and things that may be happening around you. Um, the other things are, are scripture and, and prayer and, um, and, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I yeah. usually feel a nudging that I know is the Holy Spirit. Just I feel it in my soul. But you're right, Terry. Scripture is, is the main one. And if you're hearing voices and they don't align with Scripture, with the Bible, 
You're probably not listening to the right voices. The Holy Spirit, of course, is when we pray, He comes upon us. And that's when I feel the nudging. And also other people and circumstances, as Brian said. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about all Mm -hmm. that today, right? Well, let's do. Let's talk about, uh, you know, I uh, you talk about the Bible being a voice of God. And I always come back for some reason. This scripture I learned when I was in like a daily vacation Bible school in my early, early years. Just a couple years ago. Yeah, a couple (laughs) years ago. And I'm not great at memorizing scripture, but this one pretty stuck with me quite a bit. And it's found in Second Timothy, the third chapter. And it's verse 16 and 17, and it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So it's basically telling us that if we'll read the scripture, God will reveal to us the doctrine, what we should believe. He'll rebuke us if we need rebuked or disciplined. He'll correct us. And then he instructs us in how to live correctly. And so right in that verse, it tells us how powerful his word is. Yeah, I go with uh, Joshua 1, 7 and 8 uh, really talks about this. It says, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, and and the law up until that time was the written word of God, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. And this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. And that's God saying, you know, if you follow my word, follow what I've laid out in, in the Bible, You're going to have good success, but we need to stay true to that. And it's important to read it. And I know a lot of people might say, man, what do I do? Do I start in Genesis and just go through the Bible? Um, I always recommend starting in the book of John. Mm -hmm. John kind of lays it out from the beginning and lays out scripture. And then in John 3, of course, we learn about accepting the Lord. But uh, it's so true. I think whenever we're making a big decision, prayer and reading the Bible are probably two of the most important things we can do. Yeah. And you know what's important too, Dan, is that we use the Bible as our true north. I mean, that is what we are founded on. That's what we, that's what we base our beliefs on. And if you don't have that, uh, I, I don't know what you, what you go to and what you stand by. And that, so when I'm talking to people and they say, well, I don't believe in the Bible, I go, well, where's your true north? Where, where, where is your foundation? And this is our foundation. So we have that to go to and, and, it's, and has, the answers are there for us every time. Yeah, yeah, I'm reminded of the scripture in Psalm, the 119th chapter, verse 105, that says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When you're Mm -hmm. trying to walk through a dark area and you have the lamp, that's where your light is. And it's interesting that it says my feet, because it's like, for me, I read that as to say, hey, that's right in front of me. That's what's happening today. He's my light for the day. His word is will direct me for the day. And then it's a light to my path. So it looks on ahead. It looks into the future and God's word and his voice speaks to us through his word for today and for our future. It covers everything. Mm -hmm. I remember my mom used to have uh, a little 
uh, plastic container. It looked like a loaf of bread, and it said your daily bread. And she'd have scriptures right. that we'd pull out and pray. And it was amazing to me how appropriate those scriptures were. And throughout <laughs> the years, she would, when and when she would be in prayer, and she'd pull one of those scriptures, God would impress on her who it was for, and she'd jot our name on it and send it to us in the mail. And that was always so inspiring to me. That neat. Brian, did you have those too? My parents did yeah, as well. I did. And it's, it's it, what Dan just said about it, it's funny how it was so appropriate for the day. It's like, how in the world is this kind of falling right into what we're doing? Almost like uh, we used to do a thing called family altar, where we'd sit around after, after dinner and we'd read the Bible. And uh, there was, I think it was called My Daily Bread. And, and we'd, they had each day in there. And it was just amazing to me how those was, always seemed to fall upon what was going on in our lives at the time. So God used that to speak to us then, too. You know, I'm going to throw something out there, guys, because there are people who maybe don't read the Bible. Maybe people say, well, I meditate or I read the Koran or I read some other, you know, book on Buddhism. How do we know for sure that the Bible is God's word? I'll throw that out to you, and then I'll tell you my experience. Uh, what do you think we are, biblical scholars here? That's well, I'm amazing. hoping you have some some knowledge of it. <laughs> the Bible is the written word of God. Terry said that right to begin with. It comes back to faith in reality, and it mm -hmm. comes back to what you sense deep down in you. In fact, it says, of course, you have to believe the Bible to believe what the Scripture says, but in Romans 10, 17, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And for me, it's something deep, deep down that gives me that peace or sense that I really am hearing from God. Mm -hmm. Should we uh, see if our producer wants to throw anything in on this? John Matarazzo, young man, only 35 years of age. What has your experience been as far as knowing that God speaks through the Bible? Oh my goodness. Um, there's been so many times in my life where I've been on a, on a mission trip somewhere and the things that I read in my Bible that morning, even if I felt like God was just leading me to random places, I, I had one experience where I was in New York talking to a guy on the street and literally almost exactly the same order of things that I just flipped randomly through. God led our conversation through that exact thing. So I had an, I, I literally had an answer for everything that he was saying. It was amazing to see just how God led that. He's actively involved in our lives today. So true. I remember when I was on staff at the church, and when you're on the pastoral staff, you tend to have people that will come and ask you for counsel and ask you for input. And I know you guys probably don't believe that someone would do that, come to me for <laughs> wisdom or advice. <laughs> but, well, we do, Terry. We give him a hard time, but we do. Even though his voice might not be low. <laughs> but what I found was it was very interesting how um, something that I may have just read about that morning in my devotions was the exact verse that I was able to share with this person that was perfectly applicable to what they were going through. And, and all you can do is go... Thank you, Lord. You know, I don't have the wisdom, but you do. And as long as we're willing to listen and be used, he'll use us. That's where the Lord always goes before and after us. He's always before us. He knows what's ahead. And, he's, and it's after us, too, because he's following up with what he's just taught us earlier and is pushing us right along to that direction. Yeah. 
for someone that may not be familiar with us, you know, we have our Facebook uh, page uh, at FFM60 Fearless Faith Ministries, and we do our morning cup of inspiration. But we're very open and transparent. And and I'll tell you that uh, about eight years, eight plus years ago now, I went through a very hard time, was having an emotional breakdown, and I actually ended up in a hospital for it. And I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even think. Um, I was on a lot of medication. I was having trouble thinking clearly. But when I'd go to my room, I kept being drawn to this verse in Isaiah 41. It's verse 10. And it's become a real theme of mine. It said, and I was afraid because I couldn't feel God. I couldn't find him. But I kept reading this verse. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And it reminded me of a picture I keep in my uh, office here at home uh, of, of Christ holding up a man who's collapsed in his arms. And he's holding him with his right hand, and he has the hammer in one hand and a spike in the other as if he were the one that had crucified Christ. But the power of that verse to me, and, and I rely on that verse throughout life's toughest times, but God says, fear thou not, I'm with thee. And when I read that verse, I know that that is God's word to me. So scripture, the Bible, yeah, that is definitely one way we hear from God. Powerful, powerful. And Brian, you mentioned the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little on that. Well, you know, the Holy Spirit, when, when we receive Christ and he lives in us and he's in our heart, and the Holy Spirit is working through us, uh, I, I go to John 10, 27, where the Bible tells us, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So that, see, we, we hear God's voice, and it's in our, that little inner voice that's in there. When we're listening for it, it's there. Now, we, it's, it's almost like being trained, uh, having a trained voice and listening for it, because when you get away and you're not studying in the Word and you're not praying daily in that, that voice can become faint. It's when you start really uh, seeking and searching where well, that voice becomes loud to you. It's, you know when God is speaking to you. Um, another one is Isaiah thirty twenty one. Another verse is, And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. When you turn to the right or turn to the left, it always tells us which way we should be going. So, God, that's what I mean about the Holy Spirit working in a still, small voice in us. Another one is Dan's talking about, and we said before, I feel a nudge, feel an urgent, the urgency to go this way and to do this, uh, do this one thing or to, to go in, in a like manner where I need to be and where I might think it's the other way around. I, I look at look at Jonah, for instance. <laughs> I mean, he was not going to Nineveh. <laughs> But God was going to send him there no matter what. So it wasn't a word. I mean, he had an action that told him he was going to Nineveh. Right. <laughs> so it, the God spoke to him, and he knew it. And God was speaking to him, and he was trying not to listen to him. But he finally got his attention through a circumstance. So there's different things. But the Holy Spirit often speaks to us with an inner witness. You know, it's an inner witness of the Holy Spirit and our spirit. And that's where we hear God's voice. Yeah, so true. Yeah, I, Go ahead, Dan. The verses I go to on that are 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10, where it says, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. And 
when we read in the book of Acts that the Lord said he would send his comforter, send his Holy Spirit to us, and he would guide us into all truth. Um, so I, I feel that nudging from the Holy Spirit many times is how I feel God directing me and speaking to me. Yeah, that's good. Another thing um, that comes to my mind is John 14, 26. And it says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he'll teach you all things and he'll bring to remembrance all things that I've said to you. And so that's another area that the Holy Spirit, it teaches us, but it reminds us of scripture. But I think for me, it also, you know, for me, the Holy Spirit is the way God speaks to me on my daily interaction with people. And he, and he sometimes reminds me or brings a person to mind that I need to contact or I need to text or email. And as he brings those people to my mind, I try to be obedient and respond to it. Many times that is what that person needed. They just needed right. to hear from somebody. And as we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, he'll teach us, mm-hmm. he'll remind us. It's just helping us interact daily with people. Mm-hmm. And I'll go back here to the still small voice that when I, when I hear this in my mind, it's in my head, I hear a voice and I know God's speaking to me to do something. And even in the first Kings, uh, the, the ninth, ninth chapter, they can read about Elijah, the story of Elijah, where he was camping in a cave on Mount Sinai and God manifested itself to him. And, and he was, Elijah saw a powerful wind. He saw a mighty earthquake and a fierce fire, but God wasn't in that. It, he spoke to him in a still small voice or the Bible. Bible says a gentle whisper, and he spoke to him so that he knew he was hearing from God. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And Dan, you had mentioned as we uh, kind of come to the end of our time here, you had mentioned circumstances and people. Uh, tell us what you're thinking there. What, what do you got? Well, I often think that God uses other people to speak to us, and it's an area you kind of have to be careful of because yeah. a lot of people come up to you and say, boy, I have a word of the Lord for, for you. And I always say, well, if God's got a word, why wouldn't he speak to me? But he has <laughs> others. And I often think it's the people closest to us that he uses. He used to, right. my wife, Beth, she would always settle me down when I'd get worked up. She'd say, Dan, don't sweat the small stuff. And really would give me such good advice. And I think the people closest to us, that can happen. Um, and I remember when Beth was really sick when she was home after she had stopped all treatment. My neighbor knocked on my door one day, a guy named Daryl. He's a helicopter mechanic, uh, not known for being, you know, a a speaker for doing much public speaking. But he said, Dan, I've been up all night and I feel like God has given me a message for Beth. Can I talk to her? And, you know, God impressed on me that he did have a message and we had to get Beth all ready and cleaned up. He waited 45 minutes in my kitchen. Wow. He walked into her bedroom and he turned into Billy Graham. He said, Beth, I have good news <laughs> because God's either going to heal you right now and we're all going to celebrate or he's going to take you into heaven and you're going to be healed forever. And then he went into the story in Matthew 9. So he used scripture and um, in Matthew 9, near the end of the chapter, verse 20 it says, and behold, a woman which diseased with, with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Now, Beth's issue was with her blood, with her platelets, but Daryl didn't know that. 
And she said within herself, if I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. And Jesus turned about when he saw her, said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith had made thee whole. And the woman was healed from that uh, hour on. And he said to Beth, when you're going through difficult times, if you get fearful at all in the next uh, couple of days, just reach out and touch Jesus. He's here. He's in the room. Touch the hem of his garment. And her hands were so swollen, she couldn't even lift her hands. But Brian was there at the time. Brian, you remember so many times she'd be asleep and we'd see her hands go straight up in the air. Straight she was touching yeah. Jesus. Yeah, sure was. She'd yeah. be looking up to that corner, man, and she'd, she'd, see, she'd see heaven. Yeah. That was, was so amazing. And she would tell us, and she goes, can't you see this? Can't you see them? They're saying, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. it, was just, it was just wild. And we're saying, who is it? She goes, I don't know. But, you know, there, she's waving, waving at them. It was just amazing. Now, you know, Terry, in the scripture, it warns us about bad counsel. In Second Chronicles 10, 11 through 12, uh, King Rehoboam, uh, Solomon's son, took some bad counsel, and it ended up bad with him. But, um, you know, God used so many people. I also think of when he used Nathan to confront uh, David yeah. after David had sinned with Bathsheba. And he told that story about the man that had a little sheep and that he t- his neighbor took the sheep and used it for sacrifice when he had all these other things. And David said, that man should die. And Nathan said, you are that man. So God, throughout Scripture, did use prophets and other people. Yeah, um, that's so critical. You know, that most of my big decisions have always, as I reflect on them, have always been made due to circumstances, whether they be job decisions or moves or things like that, and confirmed by people. You know, counsel is so critical. Uh, Proverbs is full of it. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail without advice, but with many counselors, they're confirmed. And 19.20 says, Listen to advice and receive discipline that you may become wise by the end of your life. So it's not too late for us. We can still become wise. I'm sure you guys have had uh, other experiences, uh, too, where someone spoke a word to you. When I was in my early 20s, I think 21, 22, I was at a Bible study, and uh, a lady prophesied over me, and she said, you are Daniel, and you have great capacity to lead people astray, great capacity for that, or great capacity to lead people to God. And I've kept coming back to that, thinking I've got to use whatever talents God's given me to lead people to Him. But Big decisions, you're right, and I've counseled with both of you guys on big decisions in my life, and that's what a great friend will do is give you their honest opinion on what they feel the Lord is speaking to them about. So true, so true, and that's that's why it's so important. I mean, we cannot be successful without hearing God's voice. So as we we look to the days ahead, we can reinforce reading His Word. We've got to read the Bible. We've got to pray. We've got to listen to the Holy Spirit. And then we have to let that Holy Spirit expose us to the right people for counsel, allow circumstances to come into play. This has all been great stuff, guys, and hopefully something that our listeners can really uh, ponder and take with them and uh, use as they walk forward in their lives. Yeah, Terry, if I may, a verse I'd like to end on uh, to give is Hebrews 3.13. It says, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. So we do need others. We need to encourage each other. And that's what we want to do at Fearless Faith. We want to encourage you with this podcast and uh, our other morning cups of inspiration and our writings. 
We want to encourage you to be all you can be in life and finish strong no matter where you are. Amen. I agree. I was going to throw in finish strong, but Dan did that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you know, it has become our mission. And for those of you that maybe don't know our background, we just decided that in our 60s, it was time to really do something for the kingdom of God. And obviously, we all heard from God. And that's, that's the point that's right. of the, hearing God's voice. Mm-hmm. Guys, I remember all three of us were in unity. And, you know, as a ministry... We don't make a move or a decision unless all three of us agree on it. Hasn't it been something yeah. we've all been in agreement on almost every major decision? Yeah, yeah, that's God for sure. That's mm-hmm. God for sure. And it's it's going to be exciting as we keep uh, moving forward with these podcasts, guys. What a privilege and a pleasure to once again come together with you guys and share God's word. Mm-hmm. And I think even our producer, John, you know, a young man, are you getting something out of these podcasts, John? <laughs> I am definitely enjoying listening to you guys talk and learning from your experience. And I just want to say to anybody that is from a younger generation, these guys have a lot of good things that we can all glean from to help us finish strong, too. He's saying we're old, Terry. Yeah, I was picking up on that. (laughs) You guys, you say you guys are old. You didn't say Brian. You said that. (laughs) Okay, guys, it's great to be with you again. We look forward to you for the next time. Thank you, everybody, and be sure to uh, give us a five-star rating on our podcast. Yeah, God bless. Look for more podcasts from Fearless Faith. Finish Strong. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.